The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Let me tell you who's doing sneakers the best in the game right now. That's New Balance. The two-way V4, featuring this groundbreaking use of technology with fresh foam. It's called Fuel Cell, creating this combination that we love of rebound and cushioning. Fresh Foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort your entire game from start to finish. The upper construction features this lightweight textile that reduces weight, which we all need, I know I do, while remaining supportive and breathable. Hard to find that combo. The two-way V4 gives you the tools that you need to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way V4 at newbalance.com. So the lottery is over. The draft order is set. Here's what it looks like. Spurs, number one, they get Victor. Two, Charlotte Hornets. Three, Portland Trailblazers. Four, uh, Houston Rockets. Five, Detroit Pistons. Six, Orlando Magic. Seven, Indiana Pacers. Eight, Washington Wizards. Nine, Utah Jazz. Ten, Dallas Mavericks. Eleven, Orlando Magic. Twelve, OKC Thunder. Thirteen, Toronto Raptors. And fourteen, New Orleans Pelicans. So, after all of those shenanigans of Dallas losing games on purpose, like I recommended, they do get their 10th pick. They do get to keep their own pick, and now they have the only trade asset that they could possibly think of. Otherwise, the Knicks would have gotten their pick, and we saw how much chalk it was. The lottery basically lined up almost exactly with the odds. So, if they would have gotten 11, the Knicks would have gotten their pick. Now, the Knicks have no first-round pick. Other than Victor Wambayama at number one, uh, which, by the way, the books have him at minus 20,000 to go number one, which is like the craziest odds I've ever seen. Um, that means a $100 bet would get you 50 cents, um, which like still is free money. I mean, still free, whatever you can put up on that. Like I could probably still, I could be talked into it. For nearly two years, everyone was talking about how Vic, if Vic wasn't around, it's scoot, scoot this, scoot that, scoot here, scoot there. And now very smart people are saying that it is not scoot's Number two overall pick, for sure. The Charlotte could take Brandon Miller. They could take Amin Thompson. They could take him at three. They could take him at two, which means Scoot could fall all the way down to four. And if Scoot's at four, maybe there's chaos because, you know, who's got four is those chuckers over there in Houston. They don't need another guard. So what happens? Do they move it? So much chaos. There are rumblings that Charlotte might even take Amin Thompson, who is mocked between three and six. They might be willing to trade down their pick. Mitch Kupchak seems to love Brandon Miller, but like I said, Brandon Miller apparently has has a dad bod now. So 
There are rumors that Houston may want to trade up. Rumors that the Mavs and the Blazers want to trade their picks altogether. So what are we going to get? Who knows? We look at the bottom half of the draft. Atlanta, Utah, L.A., Miami, Golden State, Houston again, Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Portland from New York, Sacramento, Memphis, Indiana, Charlotte, Utah, Indiana, and the Clippers. There is just a lot of intriguing options here. Brooklyn has a pair of first-rounders here. They could bundle those. They could move up. Houston could package four and 20 to get to three, which then means Portland would probably package four and 20 for somebody like OG Ananobi, or maybe even two if they fall in love with one of the top candidates. So, yeah, I think what's interesting is uh, how many trades are being floated out there and what that means about this draft. What did we see last year? Not many trades at all. Why? Because the draft was seen as very good. You don't want to trade your pick if you have one. Everyone interested in their pick? Apparently this is supposedly a very deep draft, so why is everybody wanting to trade back? Maybe this draft class isn't as good as we thought it was. Like, maybe it is just like two, three, maybe top-tier talents. Maybe it's just one. Maybe it's just Vic. Maybe like Oscar Thompson is a top-tier talent, but we don't know because he's not being ranked there. So a lot of people think that there's not much left outside of Victor Wambayama. Brandon Miller has character issues uh, in addition to the holes in his game that I see. Scoot can't shoot threes. Uh, the closest comp that I can see to Amin Thompson could be John Morant that's 6'7", but he also could be Cam Reddish, who's been bounced around like a ping-pong ball. So Cam Whitmore has a horrible assist rate, which means he's used to being a number one option, and a lot of these teams that could draft him have already other elite scorers on the team, so what does that mean for him? Taylor Hendricks, Oscar Thompson, Jarris Walker, Anthony Black, Derek Lively. Are any of those guys all pro players? I'm asking. Are they? I don't think so. So I think you're going to see a ton of movement on draft nights, and that means what we're likely to see is lots and lots of chaos. This draft is going to be incredible, incredible for betters. We'll definitely have some friends of the shows to break this down because this year the draft is make or break for a number of teams like Portland, and I am excited to see how it all shakes out. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. All right, so we've got a John Morant update. We'll multiple updates, but we'll keep it to the pertinent updates. First, Adam Silver responded to Jaw getting caught once again, um, waving a gun around on IG Live, quote-unquote brandishing a weapon. What a word, brandishing. I kind of love it, right? Brandishing. Like, what do I brandish? A Diet Coke. Sometimes a Coke Zero. Our man Adam in Amsterdam had this to say. I at least was left with the sense that he was taking this incredibly seriously. Honestly, I was shocked what I saw this weekend. Yeah, I was shocked as well. How long Ja will get for the suspension is not known, but it has got to be, I think, a minimum of 20 games. Ja fought the law and the law won. Ja fought the law and the law won. That's the song, right? That's uh, He's put 
in the in the sights of the league disciplinary office, and that's what the song says. Uh, the penalties are coming fast and furious. Uh, the latest penalty is from Nike. Row, row. Uh, numerous reports are are saying that the uh, Nike and Finish Line have removed Jaws Hunger Jaw One sneakers. What a name! This is especially concerning if you are in Jaws camp or group because they were supposed to drop on May 25th, which is in seven days. The new colorways were listed as recently as Tuesday, but now if you look for the Jaw Hunger One sneakers. Uh, 404 error. <laughs> this page does not exist. That is uh, not good. Why does this matter? Well, because the last time that Nike deleted the shoe line on their app was Kyrie Irving, and he was never to return again. He has been taping up his sho- shoes with masking tape, writing little messages on them ever since. It is a cold world out there. Nike does not play when it comes to the brand of their athletes and the brand of their shoes. That is not what they are playing around with. A tiny tiny percentage of NBA players get a signature shoe from Nike. And now Ja might have just fucked it all up for the rest of his career. Uh, That's all the time that we have for the Heat Check. We'll be back Tuesday with an all-new episode as we are into the conference finals. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini-episodes, which are going to drop uh, almost every day. And follow the Heat Check as the NBA is and the playoffs are in full swing. Do not forget to download, subscribe, tell your friends, every single one of them, and follow us on at this heat check. Follow us on Trista Crick and on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, hopefully Instagram as well. Uh, and we will see you on Tuesday. Thanks for listening.